0: Manford, absolute radio, where real music matters.
1: Good morning, it's Jason Manford on absolute
0: radio. Uh, John Bishop is here. Yeah, I've yeah. come here so at least have got somebody who doesn't sound like the dying on the radio. You, your voice, and cold, you sound awful. I know, I don't know. I just, I've had it for two weeks, I can't, I can't shift it.
1: Just can't shift it, but I'm not moaning about it because it's no. not allowed. No, no, but you don't mention it at all. I do you? never meant I wouldn't to my wife. No pointless, no. yeah. It's funny because my wife's a, a drama producer and uh, she works with actors all the time. And I've, I, this weekend, I was working with Stephen Mangan, who was in one of her shows, The Split for on the BBC. And he said, Oh, is uh, Lucy been looking after you? I said, No, you're mad. It's just no, not, not an ounce of sympathy. I can see it in her face as soon as I even just sneeze, she's like.
0: <laughs> that it? Yeah, yeah. yeah But I bet, I bet And we're, he's we're, like But we're, she's we're, amazing on oh, set she's, she's lovely on set She cares and yeah, loves lovely. us I was like Yeah exactly Because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. being paid Exactly so, And that's what you need to do Give her a few quid <laughs> <laughs> As soon as
1: you pay her Give her a clipboard She'll look after you That's maybe what I need Yeah I've, I just I, You know It is what
0: it is I'm just cracking on Yeah. yeah I don't like to that, moan uh, That's what I like about you Because those Those British competitors In the Invictus Games Look at like heroes like you <laughs> (laughs) 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 That's that's what we're trying to You know what I mean yeah, you're not
1: getting any sympathy in in, in our family. In, in, just in general, even when I've said it online, like just just as a sort of oh, I've a bit of a cold today. But crack it, people oh, are like all oh, right. You
0: your job. Call that a job. Oh yeah, I'm like, why don't you have a go at it? Yeah, yeah. Call that a job. Look, yeah. you. you got a little cold have you. Hey, I'm fitting radiators. I'm on a roof. Look at you moaning.
1: Yeah, well, Nancy, putting radiators on a roof.
0: Singing and dancing. <laughs> Is that what you do?
1: Singing and dancing. That's it. Not an ounce of sympathy. Although I must say. I'm getting a bit annoyed of this uh, man flu phrase that comes up every so often. I know we're not the victim of sexism a lot, as men, but every so often you just get a bit... Yeah, you mention it online. Oh, you got that man flu... Well, yeah, yeah. It started but, to annoy me a little
0: but bit. But there used to be man sized tissues to deal with the man flu, and you can't have man sized They're just big. They'd so gone. now man flu will just become big flu. Big flu. I've just got big flu. Yeah. I've changed my name, Jason <laughs> Personford. <laughs> <laughs> Sorted yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gender yeah. neutral for <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Jason Manford here uh, with John Bishop Don't text in though because we did uh, record the show uh, a couple of days ago
0: uh, So don't, so, uh, so if anything's happened in the news since that's more important than yeah. this show We're really, yeah. <laughs> We're really sorry if we talk about somebody who died this so, week sorry, sorry for being quite trivial whilst the world's currently <laughs> at war Because Donald Trump's gone bonkers <laughs> Anything could happen? Any, anything could happen between the time we've recorded it's this it's Monday now we're recording it
1: Monday this show and, goes and out literally
0: Sunday the way the world is going anything could happen so honestly if if the I'm just thinking you know like Tom Cruise in, in what was it the war of the world oh yeah just imagine Tom Cruise in the war of the world where everything has gone mad and he's in that cellar and she turned on a radio and it'd be me and you going yeah, it's alright everything's fine <laughs> everything's fine is the track I've got Got a bit of a cold. <laughs> <laughs> this, is Jason this is Absolute
1: radio. Where real music matters. Well, who knows what weather it is?
0: is No idea. Yeah, not a clue. Because we're not in that time. No. No. this is must be what it's like being Doctor Who. It's exactly that. We're, we're talking <laughs> exactly like and, that. and knowing people are living it in another time. Yeah, so. time travellers for time travellers. Although I've had a
1: weird last couple of Sundays, actually, because Oddly, the last couple of Sundays we had a, we we did a best of last week and the week before I think was a pre-record as well because I've just not I've just been you know doing other well, bits
0: of and, and you did guys and dolls, which this will be the first show that you've done since you've done that. And I came yes. to see it you on did. Friday, and it was brilliant. Thanks very much. Jim. No, it was very, very good. Stephen Mangan was ace <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, it really was. It was. I spent the whole week winding Stephen Mangan up because he um he was the narrator. Yeah. So we did two Rehearsal. He did. He did five days or four days because he had his scripts on yeah, stage he just with him. Had to read, he was just reading. He just
0: read. So when but...
1: he he comes, he comes to warm up on this Friday because every, all the actors get on stage and uh, the, the the dance captain leads a warm up so you can just get everything moving. Obviously, the real proper dancers go for it and you just stretch oh. what you need to. And. Uh, and so I, had a, I said to Stephen, I said, you better come and get them wrists sorted. You know, you're turning a lot of pages uh,
0: throughout this show. It, it, but it was really... For those people who were lucky enough to see it, at the Albert Hall brilliant venue, it was very, very good, but it was just odd that so much effort has gone into yeah. something
1: that's literally... Three only shows. did
0: three shows.
1: Crazy, I know. I feel really weird today, because today's the first day that I've sort of gone, oh, I've not got that. Thing hanging over me that that was but it was off, so well pressure. polished.
0: It was, yeah. it was just bizarre. Is that something? Is the producer going to try and do that and bring a well, show back every couple of days or think, every year or something? I think the worry days? was because
1: usually when I've done other musicals, you get like four or five weeks rehearsal, mm. and then you go and take it on tour. Whereas with this one, they give us a couple of weeks, and I think everyone was a bit like, "Crikey, okay." But everyone was, like, everyone was, you know, quality. Like, everyone was. It was a good cast yeah, and yeah. Uh, crew and everyone was top-notch but um i guess the worry is that they um they go well oh, you don't need all that rehearsal anymore look at that one at the Albert Hall. they only had two weeks and yeah, that was all right yeah, yeah,
0: yeah
1: i remember on eight out of ten cats um just after the recession they were about to cancel the series we all got the phone call is isn't going to be any more 8 out of ten cats and we were like oh he's joking then there was some negotiations happened and they offered they said, look why don't we record two in a night? That'd be better. We'll do one topical, one non-topical. You know, same monies, you know, all that. So you're sort of splitting the costs over the series. But just for this series, and then obviously when everything sort of gets better again, we'll go back to one, one, uh, filming one a week. Well, of course, they never went back to filming one a week. Why would
0: they? But yeah, yeah, they've, yeah. well, they've seen it done, done yeah, like that. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was a tight schedule, but it was great fun. What, what a laugh! And uh, even with a cold, not that I like to mention it. No, just, no, a big cold, <laughs> a big cold. Yes, not the man, not the man flu. Um, but it was lovely of you to come with your wife and your son, and that it was very really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, come along and, and, and I, I
0: tried to, I tried and, to see you. and I bought the tickets. Yeah, well, I, I know. bought the ticket. Oh, yeah, not freebies. But because when I went to the box office, the lady said, Are you, are you going to the guest area? I went, What guest area? Yeah, did not know guest there, area? Was a guest <laughs> there? I bought the tickets. <laughs> what, you know, what? There's other people coming here who are guests. These It's a weird one with theatre because obviously
1: in our stand up, you know, if you've got a couple yeah, of pals, of you're like, Here, you have a couple yeah, of, of tickets. And uh, in theatre, the producers are like, No. You no, don't but get, to
0: be fair, that's fairly. That dope, is Because there's yeah. a lot of people. There's a, you know, like you look at the yeah. cast that was there. I don't know how many were on stage at one point, but there must have been about 20 people on well, stage. Yeah. You've got the orchestra. You could just give. You'd have 600 tickets night, wouldn't you? Everybody, yeah. a couple of tickets. Yeah.
1: Although I must say, the first time I I didn't realise that, the first time I'd invited a friend of mine to, to my show, and they, they came to the show, and obviously I just gotten free tickets. And they said, oh, you should come and see my play. In town, in, in West End I said, I'd love to So I'll sort some tickets out for the night I said, oh great So I got there on the like, Couple of tickets for uh, Jason Manford please uh, That'll be 125 quid I was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> that was a bit of a shock Jason
0: Manford
1: Absolute Radio
0: Where real music matters
1: uh, John Bishop is, uh, is halfway through a croissant
0: well, no banana. Oh, you're to the banana now. Um, I've moved from croissant to banana.
1: Are you? Are you? I keep saying it wrong. I keep saying cro. But you don't say the R D. You? you say croissant. 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 I'm not. I'm not.
0: Croissant.
1: I'm not cultured like you.
0: I'm not cultured. <laughs> he says <laughs> in <it> a mouthful. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ambitious. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I my dad g- used to call croissants empty pasties <laughs> What's the point <laughs> of them? I mean, know, they look like there should be something in there And there's yeah. nothing I've got
1: to say, I'm not, a, I'm not a massive I've took a bite of mine, I'm not a massive fan Are they Are not my go-to snack? No No, I'd much rather have a full packet of Jaffa cakes <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'd go to Oh, I love a bit of that That was the, the killer thing, actually When we were doing um, the rehearsals for Guys and Dolls You're on stage with these unbelievable dancers mean oh, you saw oh. them? Unbelievable 22, 23 Some of them Some of them older But like Just young and fit These lads who were just like Flip Doing backflips flips and all sorts Oh yeah And every day Because I was worried about Staying Getting into my You know my costume I was like Made a chicken salad And I was eating my chicken salad These lads are all coming Greg's Pasties Cakes So I'm like oh, It's not fair How can they eat all that And then obviously you see All the work they do You go okay they're burning it. They're burning it, to be fair. Exactly, exactly. Man needs, man needs sort <laughs> I need to sort self out. I've got no
0: discipline. That's my problem with food. <laughs> mate, mate, you've got six kids. I know you've got no discipline. Well, that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of children, to be there. You definitely, you definitely <laughs> are not one... Pe- you're the, the one person I know who doesn't go... Not oh, now. No, no. <laughs> I'll put that off. It's like, no, I'll have it all. I've only done it four times. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm
1: pressing. <laughs> uh, we're, we're not live this morning, so don't uh, don't uh, text in. But I did. I was going through my um, <laughs> notes. So I thought, oh, I, what's what's happened recently that I can talk about? I don't know if you do this on your notes. I I often write things down and think, oh, that'll be funny. I'll have a little I'll have a little laugh about that when I get on the radio. I've got a note here. The guy that wouldn't let anyone use the water spray thing. That's what of you know? I've not a clue what it means, but i put afterwards, V funny. V funny. <laughs> That'll be
0: funny, though. That'll that that funny. fella. And he wouldn't let anyone... He wouldn't let anyone oh, use the, the, water water <laughs> <laughs> and the water spray. The water spray! Because everyone's lying, don't wait for the water. And he's don't
1: go no, you're not you <laughs> I'm absolutely going... Oh. I'm, I think I'm going absolutely... I'm going mad. I'm going mad. Absolutely mad Uh, What else did I write about? Oh, this is the other thing People who let the kids do answer phone messages Pack it in Stop that being a thing now
0: Hello, daddy's not available
1: Oh, because what happens is You start hating the kid It's not the kid's fault that you're not answering the phone my tour manager does it right. <laughs> He's got a lovely little boy. Love him. Absolutely adorable. Love him to bits. But if I Hello, hear one more time, I know. Daddy's not available right now, I'm like this. I'm... He's not available? Well, <sighs> <But> get him! <laughs> get your dad on the phone. Oh, it kills me. Stop doing it. It's not cute. It's annoying. They're actually annoying. Just little things like that wind me up.
0: Yeah, but that's different, you see. But again, for you, you could have a kid today. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, where's Monday's child? <laughs> Hello, it's Monday. My daddy's not
0: available. Hello, it's Tuesday. My daddy's not available. Hello, it's Wednesday. My daddy's not available.
1: Maybe I'll do that. I might use yours. I might use that. <laughs> Clip that out. I'll have that for the answer for messages. <laughs> Jason. Jason,
0: Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters.
1: Big news this week. A couple of our pals. Are, uh, have stopped got talking. A job. To, have stopped talking to us. <laughs> it's moved on. They're too big for us now. Too yeah, big yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Paddy McGuinness and Freddie Flintoff, the new hosts of Top Gear.
0: Yeah. Um, I... we're, we're not gutted. We're not gutted that our interview didn't go as well as we wanted. Well, if you had not have had a cold, we'd have got that game. I'd have nailed it. I'd have nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I think when we it... went in, you shouldn't have sung and danced. <laughs> <laughs> Can, like I, can the, I do? Can I do what he did in Fame and dance on the cap? No, no, Jason, you can't. Cars. I just want to sing on top of it. And we reenacted and... Grease Lightning. They weren't into it at all. It was uh, yeah. I just I, I read it this morning. Fantastic. I, I, think, I think, think it's, it's a really gig. good show. Brilliant gig for Balsam. Yeah. I think it's very, very clever. Mm. casting really from, yeah. from the producers they're good,
1: they're good pals they're good together on screen they're both the, daft yeah, to the, the brush yeah
0: they're, they're very very on the screen they've got that personality where you want them to do well and, yeah. I, and I think I think for something like Top Gear which it's a big show in the UK but it wasn't until I Sort of got into this industry that I mm. began to realise what a global brand it is. Yes. It's a massive international show, and so for those two, it's a big, big career move. I'm, yeah. I'm very, very pleased for
1: Yeah, no, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be good fun.
0: It's. Um... I mean, I did. If you did, you do the. have you been on it, yeah, I did it last series. All oh, right, yeah, because you don't have the car and the ordinary star in the car now, do you? Yeah, I did it last series. It's something different now, isn't it?
1: Star in a reasonably priced car. No, same oh, yeah. thing. Oh, oh,
0: is it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I did it last uh, on the last. How
0: did you get on? Uh, did all right. Yeah, top, yeah, top four. I am. Yeah, yeah, top four.
1: Top four. Yeah. Top well, nine, how did you nine. get on? Oh, it's just top. The top, <laughs> the top. <laughs> I knocked Tom Cruise off the top. <sighs> I mean, fair play. Fair play. Was it a good weather day?
0: <laughs> it, it, um, it, that's got nothing to do with well, it. What are you saying? It, it, it's got nothing to do with No, mine was it, a good weather day. It, I'm it, not. It was a good I'm, weather I'm, day. It yeah. was just the way it was. I mean, I, Tom Cruise, the big thing was it was Tom Cruise and then uh, Cameron Diaz right. was f- third. and uh, Jeremy Clarkson said do you know where you finished I said I just want to be on top of Cameron Diaz (laughs) (laughs) but I ended up knocking some crews off and the good thing about it is I've got no interest in cars I'm not bothered about them at all, so yeah. it, you shouldn't it, have really said that in the Top Gear interview. I know, yeah, yeah. So when they were go, "What techniques were you doing?" I go, oh, man, "I just hammered I it. I just drove it my like car. I stole it." Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, it's not, it's not my car, and I don't care if it crash That's <laughs> yes. it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it actually. I enjoyed
1: my little. Uh, I think I was just. It was the freedom of not having um, seven Kids. seats. Did <laughs> 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 <Yeah.
0: laughs> you kept sitting and oh, I was shouting, "Shut
1: up!" Just to get into <laughs> it. Stop hitting your sister. <laughs> yeah. It, it was uh i did enjoy it i must say it was good it was good fun that i mean that's the reason to go on that show Really, you know yeah. it, was, it was such a laugh to...
0: but they will be brilliant so so oh they'll be ace it's...
1: yeah no i think they'll really nail the uh the, the, the top gear job it'll be interesting to see how it does internationally now cuz oh, even
0: no, cuz it'll be northern cuz no. even sometimes
1: i'm going what did it, what did he just say yeah. <laughs> he only lives 10 minutes up the road yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think it'll. I think it'll fly. Um, what's interesting is um, I went online this morning, and of course you go under the comments there. And most people are actually really positive. Most people, oh, what a great idea! That'll be right up there, a there, laugh. And you just get the odd one who's like, I've not watched it since Jeremy left. <laughs>
0: You're like, and I refuse to look. Yeah, it's like so. If it's on the telly, I'm closing my eyes. They're like, okay, don't don't watch it then. That's totally absolutely yeah, but fine. It's online, isn't it? How many? How many... How many idiots I had are there online? <laughs> Do lot. you know what I mean? Like, there, I'm There used it's to six. be a world. There used to be a world where you'd live your life, and and if someone was an idiot, you wouldn't know. No. Whereas now, you they're, they're in your pocket. You pull it, and there's, there's an idiot shouting at you about something. And if you say anything about anything that they disagree with, they go. <laughs> you go they just, I know. Just don't look. It's crazy, isn't it? It's like I've
1: got I, I my phone sometimes in the morning. I you know, get up and I flick through the thing, and I think. Oh, look at that, look at my fat get... I'm not even having my breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Cracking. laughs> oh, man, I've not even looked in the mirror to check myself yet.
0: And someone's already... already... telling me. Someone woke up and thought, right, I'm just going to tell Jason Manfred before I get out of bed, <laughs> before I start my day, I'm just going to let him know he's a bit tubby. There you go. That's made me feel a yeah, lot yeah. better about myself. <laughs>
1: Music matters. Talking of um, people moaning at you on uh, social media and whatever, so I, was, I went on, am I allowed to mention BBC Radio 2? Yeah, I've done it. Anyway, I was on BBC Radio 2 last week, just plugging the Guys and Dolls in my muddle class tour uh, with Sarah Cox on The Breakfast Show. Yeah. And um, went on there, a- having a chat, and a um, couple of things, or, you know, you sort of say things as a joke and then obviously written down afterwards, you look like a bit of a numpty. You know, So I said, she said to me at one point, oh, um, and you're playing the part in Guys and Dolls that Frank Sinatra played. I said, oh, what? you know, sir, I've always seen myself as uh, the Frank Sinatra of Manchester. Like, yeah. as you can tell from my voice there, I don't see myself as that, and I never have. And it's a joke, but written down.
0: I see myself as the Frank Sinatra of Manchester.
1: <laughs> yeah, you sound a bit of a numpty, don't you? That, that was kind of fine, I got away with that. What was impressive was this, though. Uh, she asked me about my tour. Muddle class. Um, so, muddle class is just a, the phrase I came up with to describe roughly where I feel like I am. You know, halfway between or somewhere in between working class and middle yeah. class. That's the gag, bit of fun, or it is. And uh, and I think I said something flippantly like, you know, you you don't think you, and then suddenly you just you're feeding the ducks with brioche. Yeah, like, Hang yeah, on yeah. a minute, what's happening? Um, and I talked about the kids being a bit posher than me and you know? all. So this was. I got off air at about two minutes to nine. Quick photo in front of the Radio 2 sign. Off we went. Thanks, Sarah. Bye, bye, bye. In the taxi on the way to rehearsals. Three minutes past nine. Email to the website. I don't know when the last time you had one of those, but they're not frequent now with social media. Uh, Jeff Schofield. I'm going to name him. Jeff Schofield. Just heard you on Radio 2 talking about your kids. Just because you got a few, Bob, doesn't mean your kids are middle class. You can't buy class, says Jeff. Livid. Three minutes after I'd got off air.
0: What's Jeff's point? What is the point of Jeff? Yeah, no, no, no. But what's Jeff's point? Jeff's point saying you can't buy middle class. Well, but but if you've got money, that's the definition.
1: Yeah, of being. And actually, what I'm saying, in, what I actually say is, no, I can't. Like, I'll never be middle class because of my because my upbringing and, yeah, and yeah. my background. That'll never. Happen. But if your kids are born into, you know, parents having certain jobs or there being a certain income or living in a certain area, like that's how it sort of works like that's social mobility like that's not I've not invented social mobility like that's just the that's the way it works Jeff oh he was livid I can't even tell you how many exclamation marks he used oh
0: no but like like I I, I used to do the same stuff with my kids because because your life changes and so you go from a council estate to then living in a nice house and then a slightly nicer house and I I used to say that thing about my kids my kids Mm. posher than me. My kids were the kids I used to throw stones at. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just, you just yeah. live a different life. Yeah. And you stand there and you do reflect through yeah. and you think, oh, wow. And and Would the, I have
1: been their friends?
0: And I, I, went, <laughs> I went, I went to see ELO. I'll tell you something. Uh, I went to see ELO at the weekend and it was... Their, their music resonated with me in a you know, throughout my child. There were same points when I was 10, 11, and then just saying things it, as a child you're working your way out. Mm. And there was a song, Wild West Hero. Oh, oh yeah, you put it on your Instagram last night, yeah, didn't and, you? Yeah, and I literally couldn't help myself. I just started crying. crying. And what? I thought, why am I crying? And Melanie said, what's wrong with you? I said, I, do, I just remember hearing that song when I was about 10 or 11, dreaming about being a cowboy... Dreaming about a different life, and now I'm living a different life. And it was just all of a sudden, you go, "Wow, that's that's the power of music." But that's also the power of wanting to do something. And just because your life's changed, it doesn't mean you've Mm. left your values behind. You've just become something different. Yeah, I'm
1: like that with prawn cocktail crisps. You cry. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) there's something about the smell of them (laughs) that reminds me of being poor.
0: You just killed me emotion <laughs> That's why we're not on Top Gear Damn it Jason Manford Absolute Radio Where real music matters Uh
1: show's pre-recorded so don't uh, text in this morning But you feel free to get in touch uh, On uh, social media uh, That would be nice to hear from you I'm at, uh, at Jason Manford John is at, uh, at JohnBishop75 100 100 that was it I don't know where Oh it's Sarah Millican Who's 75 Yeah So you're 100 What happened there You were just a No I think
0: It's just because I'm. Well to be honest Like like, I'm not that bothered About all that stuff So you Mm kind of do it Because of work And so I should have linked Everything together You should have linked Your same tag name Across all social media And for what I've There was a John Bishop Already happening On Twitter Right, So I just picked John Bishop 100. Fair enough. Because I thought, there can't be 99 more. God, can you imagine 99 John Bishop? <laughs> <laughs> so I, got, I, got, I got to John Bishop oh, 100. All right, everybody. <laughs> All right, David. All right. Bob. Oh, talking of which. <laughs> oh, go
1: on. Your cartoon. Oh, Daisy and Ollie. Yeah. 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 Who plays Daisy? Daisy is played by Sarah Hadland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Who I met the other day. Yes. Who told me... <laughs> I know what you're going to say. You told me that the postman
1: <laughs> is me. The postman is not you. The postman is he's called Jeff, a different Jeff who emailed me in, and I I voice Jeff. Yeah, you voice Jeff.
0: Just do Jeff's voice.
1: <laughs> all right, dad's easy. I've all got your letters for you today. That sort of thing. That sort of thing. Yeah. That's not your voice. That's a different voice to you. Yeah, yeah absolutely right. Because
0: I don't you... sound anything like no, that. No,
1: Jeff. <laughs> the thing with Jeff is he talks so slow, whereas you, you've got a bit of pace to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I met her the other day. I went to, did that thing we were talking about. I went to see her play with her the other day. And uh, I'd never really met her before. and would seen her and she was saying that she did it. And then she said, oh, Jason, does a great impression of you. I like, thought it was the impression you do in stand-up. She said, no, when well, he's the postman I'm like... <laughs> I've, got a minute. I've only got about I mean, four. Bre- voices. I mean, Brendan Carroll's in the show. Everyone else is in the show. Everyone's getting paid. My voice is in the show, and I'm getting nothing come, come along over the postman. When the <laughs> merchandise starts coming out, and the postman goes through the roof. He's getting so spin off. Pull a string out of his belly, he goes, Hello, Jay. You see, I've got your dresses. <laughs> I've a few quid. <laughs>
1: You know why? Because these voiceover artists, like Sarah and the other girl Claire Morgan, who does who does the voice of Ollie, and uh, so this is a cartoon I do on Cartoonito uh, for toddlers, and and they they can do like literally the, pr- the producer will go or the director will say, um, can you give this character a, just a different voice? And they're straight in, they're like into a different voice. I've got about four voices. One of them's you. <laughs> <laughs> Another one Another one's Paddy Another one's one's, Yeah Another one's Peter K Another one's Paddy (laughs) So Yeah I can only uh, I've only got a couple Uh, So yeah I panicked on the day And they were like Yeah that's fine I was like Oh god we're stuck with this one now (laughs) Let's hope he doesn't get his own spin off (laughs) oh, I'm on tour at the moment. You know, the show's called Muddle Class. We've mentioned it earlier on, uh, before on the show. Oh, uh, that's my phone. Sorry, sorry sorry. Why this guy. Let
0: me start again. I know, I know. I'll I know. start again. It's fine. No, I've just got a text off by the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did actually text him before. This was my you know, when you um, WhatsApp somebody. And it tells you, and it does, like, the little ticks, the blue ticks. Morning, mate, congrats, this is me, at nine o'clock this morning. It's now, what are we on, like, eleven o'clock on a Monday? An hour and a half later. Morning, mate, congrats on a Top Gear job. I'm pre-recording my radio show this morning with John Bishop. Don't suppose you're free for a little chat to uh, talk about the new job. Two blue ticks, seen it, delivered, read it. Moved on. Moved on. Moved on. He's talking to Cameron Diaz now. He's not, he's not <laughs> fussing people like us. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely muppets. I tell you what, Aston Martin's already on the phone saying, do you want a new car?
1: Yeah. Oh, cry. Oh, yeah, you get all that, you don't get you? You
0: Listen, good luck to the
1: lad. Yeah, fair play. But just, I saw it, two blue ticks. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. <laughs> what I want on WhatsApp is a way of still getting other people's blue ticks but without them seeing my blue ticks
0: i know but also i've noticed as well if you don't and someone someone somewhere will be able to explain this Mm. because it's not live we'll never find out but if you you can text some people and then you can see that they've read the text yeah and i don't know how that works because i also don't know if people can then see if i've read there's a thing called
1: what's it called like send Uh, read read receipt on your settings. And you can set... And that's what that is, to see if someone's read your message. If oh, read really? the message or not. Yeah, you can turn that off. i turn that right off. Oh, so no. otherwise, my mum would be on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you read it. You read it? I'm like, oh. Sometimes I'll read it in the morning as well and then just forget about, you know...
0: And then them walk around the house going, I can't think, I can't answer that because I've just been told I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. I just need a minute I've to got myself. All, I've, got other ta- I've got other things to got deal things with. Someone in Northampton doesn't like me, I've got to get on with that. <laughs> and There must have been a
1: moment, like, I mean, it wasn't that long ago where you didn't know that people didn't like you. Before social media, basically. You'd have got through life going, God, I'm amazing. <laughs> people love me. But now you... Quickly find out the dough. <laughs> Jason Manford, Absolute Radio,
0: where real music matters. I, I
1: set up a hashtag on uh, online a couple of weeks ago. Uh, hashtag Muddle Class Moments. We just mentioned it earlier on. It's essentially those moments where the sort of your two worlds. Collide, You know, the two cultures almost of sort of working class and middle class come together. It's very light-hearted. It's not meant to be a dissection of the British class structure. Um, but uh, what I did on, uh, online, I mentioned it. It was, it was off the back of my kids who I said to my kids, hey, you know what, we should do this uh, Christmas. Wouldn't it be great? Because I'm working right through and You know, I've sort of not seen them as much as I should have, and I feel a bit bad about that. But I thought, right, do you know what? This Christmas, we're going to go to... Euro Disney Which is what I still call it So I said, to the, I said to my daughters Let's go to Euro Disney For a couple of days Just before Christmas And my daughters were like Oh yeah great great Like happy But not advert happy mm. You know the kids yeah, in the yeah, adverts who yeah, yeah, were like That's what I wanted And I was a bit like Okay My daughter said where is, uh, where is Euro Disney I said, um, I said Oh it's Disneyland It's in Paris And my daughters Two nine years went oh, They clutched their chest They went Oh my god Paris I was like, whoa, how can you be more excited about Paris than Disneyland? You're nine years old. Now I realise it's because they're studying, they've been studying Paris in school. It wasn't that they were like, oh, my God, the shopping. It wasn't that that they were bothered about. But it was just a moment where I thought, crikey, these kids are posh. They are posh.
0: I th- I think I think the biggest issue that is, is, is the is the choices. It's like it's like, like you are saying be excited about going to Disneyland yeah. or Paris. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's not like it's there's no in between both both are suitably brilliant. Well they are, but not to a
1: 9-year-old. A 9-year-old Paris to a 9-year-old is like what? <laughs> a town center. We've got Blackpool Tower, which is an hour away and they've got Christmas lights. So, muddle class, that's what it is, the muddle class. And actually, I get a lot of messages after the show to say, oh, I'm glad you mentioned that muddle class thing, James, because I, I have moments uh, with mine. Charlotte Tipper said, uh, my 10-year-old daughter burped really loudly in a posh restaurant and said, Mummy, my, my burp smell of balsamic vinegar. That's <laughs> the sort of thing. That's perfect muddle class moment. These are the sort of thing I'm after. Fay Morn, having my friends around for afternoon tea, I bought some flowers to say thank you, but I didn't have a vase, put them in a carling pint pot. Class. Yeah, that's what I'm after. Class.
0: Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where your music matters.
1: Like, I think you, John, I think you're you muddle class. Me? Yeah. I would say you are you know, you're doing all right now, but you've come from you yeah, know yeah. humble beginnings. Yeah, shall we say.
0: Yeah. You know But I, mean, I think i y y you're better trying to get examples of people going the other way. Oh, do you think? Yeah, That's, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? I, I think I think that would be an interesting experience mm. to get those who used to be a lord, <laughs> who are now in a tenement block, uh, and, yeah. and, and and wondering, you know what I mean? There's a and sitcom it, in that. Th- isn't there? th- 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 there's a <laughs> sitcom. I was just as I was saying it then, I could, I could actually see. It. I've got it all cast now. You can actually see that Lord you?
1: of the Estate, but it's a council estate.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, who's yeah. just whose life put places them there? Yeah. Yeah, that must... I must
1: say, actually, after... T- I mean, not that I talk about it in depth, you know, on the, in, the, in the stand-up, but I did speak to somebody after a show once who said my <coughs> kids, that they were quite middle-class, quite well-to-do, and they said, actually, my kids have gone the other way. They've gone quite street and quite... In it. Yeah, mum. Yeah, oh, right.
0: yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot like, of that. What, what are
1: you doing? We're both, like, we're both CEOs. Yeah, from, from, from the hood, innit? Yeah, whatever, <laughs> mum. What, what if's fair? Yeah, exactly. What's
0: the fair? Yeah. So, so it does go the other way as well.
1: Yeah,
0: what? And in a way. Man needs food. <laughs> man needs food. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, what was that, Jeremy? Man needs <laughs> food, man. <laughs> in it. In a way, I think that must be
1: the worst one Because at least, oh. like, I, I had, you know, whatever, quarter of a century 25 years of, of like, nothing And then done all right, and now we're doing this job And it's and I can see that, and I've got that to compare it to But if you had 25, 30 years of everything And now I've got nothing, nothing. I wouldn't have known any different I'd have been fine
0: but uh, the other yeah, way around, yeah, when you've yeah, seen yeah. the other well, side... Well, that's what I mean. What, what's, go, what's good about going going up is that you you, you can't fall back. You go, what yeah. whatever, whatever. The worst this can be... The worst? ...was the best it could have been. It was fine. Yeah. It was absolutely fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with living living on a, on a nice council estate like I did growing up. Mine was fantastic, absolutely yeah. Absolutely nothing wrong with yeah. that whatsoever. So there's no... There's no... There's no fault. Yeah. It's just a change mm. Whereas for, for some people On this sitcom that we're going to write About this <laughs> lord of the estate yeah. Who was a knight of the realm Who owned a, a plantation island Oh yeah In the Caribbean Don't be nicking this idea guys By yeah, the way This uh, is John's uh, d- d- Yeah uh, In the Caribbean And uh, and then had his own currency And then the, the, the run out of currency And then ends up back here on the dole <laughs> I Love it I've d- Yeah fantastic the, You that. can see it
1: <laughs> uh, Crystal Wellborn, that's a good, good mother-class name, great. isn't it? Crystal Wellborn, sounds like a singer from the 60s. Yeah. When my little girl started school, she had her first school dinner and asked the dinner lady if there, if there were any mints at the end. Nice. Wow. That's a imagine? nice moment. Have a little, little mint. <laughs> <laughs> little little, little, uh, little glass of Baileys. Uh, Jane Davis, going into Primark but using my Harrods bags to put my items in. That does happen. My mum used to do that when I was a kid, though. Yeah, yeah. We used to go to Netto, where the bags were bright yellow, so you didn't want like it was a bit embarrassing. And uh, but Mum would take, I mean Safeways. I don't know why she thought that was posh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to use my Safeways bags. <laughs> <laughs> Too embarrassed.
0: I tell you what my mum used to have and I don't you don't see these anymore. Do your mum have a trolley? A tro- what like a, a, little... a shopping trolley, a tartan shopping oh, trolley yeah. that you used to pull on wheels and put everything in. What happens to them? Because yeah, so they, they were brilliant. They were the first, you know, walk on luggage. But yeah. it was like walk on shopping. Yeah, put all your stuff in there, yeah. Yeah, you know what happened
1: to them? Now they've now they've got little they're in little cars now, though, aren't they? Little shop mobility cars. They don't need to drag anything. Driving around the streets, these old Did ladies. You? They've got, like, little shop mobility cars with a little basket and a bag in the back, haven't they? That's what you see all the time now.
0: Do, so, no, no, no. My mum had one. Me mum wasn't an old lady. Everyone had one. Everyone? I not, thought, everyone. <laughs> not, everyone. <laughs> not everyone. A lot of people. And they were always turn. Just like your mate Dave. <laughs> Have you got that, Dave? Ah, it's just for the shopping, mate. <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. me. I've got me 40 kids in it.
1: I thought they were mainly old women. OK. I'm well, not saying your mum was an old lady, but I'm just saying that's what... I feel like when I was a kid, that's yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah, people yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, with... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to get out of this. <laughs> it right. was a moment where this was going somewhere and now we've just run out of steam. <laughs> Let's move on. Jason. Absolute radio. Sanford.
1: Where real music matters. John Bishop is here. Very
0: much against his will. Very much, very much. I came in because you said, help us out, I haven't got a guest. Pop in. Pop! (laughs) This has been no popping. This is like a hostage situation now. I'm starting to send messages out to say, can somebody help me? And the problem is no one's going to hear this for another five days, by which point I probably would have (laughs) starved. We will unlock the doors
1: shortly. We've not got long left, we've got another hour. (laughs) (laughs) Helen Turner says, uh, her muddle class moment, I used to know a guy who would buy a Pierre Cardin hand towel, cut out the label, and sew it into his Marks and
0: Spencers suit. First of all, that's a lot of effort. Isn't Secondly, it? why would you tell anyone you've done that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, he's gone up somewhere, someone, hey, seeing that. From, from, a, a, from a flannel <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've took that <laughs> From a flannel I've put it in my seat What <laughs> you reckon? That is ridiculous <laughs>
1: Amazing Mike Boo says When I dropped my phone down the loo uh, My mum uh, bought me some rice to put it in She'd bought Waitrose's finest basmati rice Tesco value white rice would have been absolutely fine Does that really work that putting your phone in rice? Does it? Is that a thing? Yeah. Does it? Yeah Done it about three times. Adam agree, agrees. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, what happens? It
0: just takes all the. Uh, so it soaks up all the liquid inside your phone, and then about twenty four hours later, it'll start working. Wow! <laughs> Who worked that out? Who was the first person? Who was the first person to drop his phone in the bog and go, oh? And then his mate went, "It's all right. I've got a ball of rice. Just put your hand in and get it." <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's something definitely wrong there. Uh, Kershaw Parking, my six-year-old
0: son dipping his potato waffles into hummus. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's hummus. Hummus. Just, just the word. Just the word, yeah, you're right. I don't know when they invented it. When did hummus and couscous get invented? It must I think have, I, was, I, I think it, it, it was literally five years ago. Prior I, to that, never yeah. existed.
1: I think I was married before I saw a chickpea. I'm here all week. <laughs> Music matters. Uh, Emma Lloyds messes in with her muddle class moments, uh, John. She says, uh, we were out at a posh restaurant and the waiter asked my dad if he would like some petit pois uh, with his meal. He says, no, thanks, I'll have some peas.
0: <laughs> that's, that's good. That's that's Boy, you've got to know petit pois is peas. Yes. That's to be funny. <laughs> I think most people do, don't they? No. Did you know it, Dan? That, yeah. yeah. If you'd have said to me, what's petit pois... And not put the peas context. bit at the end, I wouldn't have gone, oh, it's peas. <laughs> That's because you're muddled class, you see. Uh, no, why. it's just that I'm <laughs> French. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My dad's classic was uh, at one of, you can bleak this as well, <laughs> My, uh, <laughs> was at a nice restaurant a little while back. We were all dressed up, all suited, and it was for their anniversary. And uh, he said he had the, the menu in his hand, and I saw him talking to the Waiter, he said, "What?" He said, "What's that, there, mate?" He's the waiter said, "That's the chef's favourite, sir." He says, "Well, why is that relevant?" Who gives a <laughs> <what> he likes. <laughs> it's like, it's it is
0: true.
1: <laughs> Who cares why? Why is it the matter if he likes it? But don't say it, Dad. Don't say it. God love him. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio,
0: we're real music. Matters.
1: We're basically spending the day together today.
0: We, aren't we? are. We are. We're, been... we're doing this, then we have a little break from each other. Where hopefully you'll get some medicine, so don't catch whatever you've got. And then, we're, then I'm we're past going past to a gig today. tonight. Yeah, we're off to see uh, Dave
1: Chappelle and John Stewart at uh, the Royal Albert Hall. Mm. Be interesting. I'm interested to see how it uh, how it was. I, I, I did see him a little while back on, in a little Dave Chappelle in a little comedy club in Greenwich, which was uh, which was good. It was sort of it wasn't a tight. You know, half hour. It wasn't. It was sort of a bit. It was a bit flabby around the. Uh, but it was still very funny. Some very funny mm-hmm. bits in there. So it will be interesting to see him
0: that. But I venue think, like I think f- for me, I think comedy is very accessible for everybody because I don't think there's an Adele of comedy. I don't think no. there's anybody who's just significantly better than everybody else. There's yeah, some people, no matter on what level you are, who've got. Good bits, that's a good bit, they're seeing it that way. Yeah. And that's why I would always encourage people as well to just get to comedy clubs. Yeah. Because there's nothing like seeing it live. Like seeing Manfred's st- comedy clubs, for example. There you go, there you go. No, but I, the, yeah. because it is too. because no, I, I, yeah. the best that you get from, Watching a Netflix special or a DVD or someone on telly is 70% yeah. as You've good as in, it is in the That magic in the room. In the room there's just, just something about yeah. being in the room, the electricity of it.
1: Yeah, and I also think the, you know, over the space, I know comics in the clubs who you won't have seen on telly at all. They were brilliant. But over the over a course of 20 minutes are as funny
0: as anyone you could yeah, yeah, buy a DVD yeah, yeah. of. Talking of DVDs, you've got one coming out, haven't you? I have got one coming out. And it's, it's interesting because what I tried to do is all my other DVDs, the first one was at the Liverpool Empire, so that was a theatre, and then the other ones have been in the arenas, and this one, I filmed it at the Palladium. Yes. And I wanted to try and f- film it somewhere tighter and warmer to try and create that atmosphere because it's, it's a 90-minute it's a film really yeah. it's a 90 minute DVD I couldn't cut it down because it all builds to one end so I had to keep it all yeah, into me for it to make sense but it's, it's, you know the tour was the biggest tour I've ever done yeah and I think and it was you know, great and great show oh thank you and I think this is probably the best DVD I've done
1: it's funny I, I, you would think at some point I, I feel I'm saying this myself I feel like my t- current tour is the best one I've done as well
0: yeah. and you think there
1: would be a diminishing but returns you know, after a while but,
0: but I tell you what and this is a little bit of a trade secret mm. me and you learned something when we went out that morning with Sarah for breakfast Sarah Milligan yes we were out with Sarah Milligan and we've always made that mistake of like you get on tour, you get your material, you go that's good, and then and then, you know, four weeks into it, you go well, I'll, oh, I've just thought of that. something, yeah, yeah. I've thrown something else in, and Sarah said no, create your show, keep it so that it works, that that two hour show, and that gets yeah. as good as it can be, and then you lose all of it in one go instead of some of it falling yeah. by the wayside, and it ends up that you do make a better show. Mm. Yeah, no, I think so. And I think, you know, the
1: other thing I've noticed with my show, because my show's a bit long, and uh, my dad said to me, he he saw the show in Liverpool, and he was heading home at like, you know, every time I got off stage, 20 past 10 or whatever. He said, uh, I said, what do you think of the show, Dad? He went, yeah, it was good. He said, but about half nine, I reckon you could have wrapped it up. Yeah. I said, but but what do you mean? (laughs) He went, no, no, it was good. I'm not saying it wasn't good, but there would be, like, after half nine, I didn't enjoy it any more if you'd have finished at half nine. And actually, at half nine, if I had to come
0: out... What and time I- do you start at nine o'clock?
1: <laughs> 25 <back. laughs> Half seven, so it is a long night, to be fair. I mean, I, I remember doing a gig once and Ken Dodd left. <laughs> uh, it was... Uh, but I remember him, yeah, he just said... He said, actually, what be- <laughs> this is what I love about... Um, and this is definitely a British sensibility. He said, Do you know, if I got out of a show at half nine, I'd be a bit excited that I still had a bit of the a night left. A bit of the night left, yeah. You know, to go and get a drink or. I thought, oh, yeah, maybe it is diminishing returns after a while. Yeah. This is Jason
0: Munford. This is
1: Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Here we pre recorded the show on, uh, on the Monday uh, for for you today because I just—I still wanted to do the show because I've had a couple of weeks off and it felt a bit weird so I dragged John in
0: yeah managed Dragged has been the optimum phrase managed to actually to be fair
1: I asked you to do the show you sort of said oh I'm a bit, bit busy and then oh, we've got the same agent and she just started getting involved and then suddenly I got a text offer saying John's going to do it tomorrow I was like oh I don't know what happened there
0: does no, no, you? no, no, because I am meeting her after this. So I was just saying like oh. if if I came in and did your show in the morning. Right. So 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 in some respects it is it is like it's live because it is in the morning. <laughs> We're still it's just five <laughs> days ahead of when it should have been. Yeah, that's all it is. Still a so breakfast it's nearly show. there, but it's, totally. it's 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 a parallel day. Yeah, but you've got... So you've got your
1: DVD uh, of your tour winging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's not out till next month, but you can pre-order
0: it. Yeah, yeah, because that was... if They put it on pre-order and... um, Because it's a new distributor that I'm doing it with, so they put it on pre-order and he said, you can tell people to pre-order it. So I said, all right, so they sent me the link, the Amazon link, and it was something like 22 quid. I went, I'm not sending that out, and he went, no... It, that's what they put it on set and then when people pre-order it the price comes down. I said, well, why, why don't you just put the price 12 quid or whatever it yeah, is the at the beginning? Price, yeah, I, I said, because because we need someone to say they're going to buy it at 20 quid and then they get it at 12 quid. I what? thought, well, that's the maddest marketing strategy I've ever sense. seen. So now it's you can pre order it at the price you'll pay right. instead of thinking, oh, God, I've got a bonus. It's almost like a punishment for really liking it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Do you because, really like it? It'll no cost you eight pays. quid more. No one pays the eight quid, they pay oh, the I price. See. Amazon do this mat- price matching or something. So they pay the price that it is on the day that they send it out, not on the pre-order. Oh. Like, just, just give it to people for a tenner. That's too confusing. Just do it. Anyway, yeah. so you, people can pre-order on Amazon. Right. I'm am under the impression of.
1: And what was your choice there? Because obviously you
0: must have had a point where you thought, Netflix,
1: do I do it online? Well, you know
0: what? I, I was convinced because of... Uh, because if, if I suppose my demographic and and the the fact that I I wanted it to be a full representation of the show, so with people like Netflix and stuff, they want it to be about an hour, right? And I couldn't I couldn't edit, you, you know, you down. know yourself. It's a two hour show, yeah, and I yeah, could yeah. trim it a little bit, but if I cut it too much, the end point of the show wouldn't make sense. Right, fair enough. So. Um, and it was brilliant because we got a song, it used a song by U2, mm. it. Oh, and, right. Yeah, and uh, they, uh, they've they allowed us, to, they've waived the rights so that we can oh, keep nice that song in. Because that song is important to the show. Right.
1: And you went? You just went to see them? I saw on Instagram you went over to yeah, I went Milan. to Milan,
0: saw them in Milan. Crack, You enjoying your time off, are you? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm <laughs> loving it. I'm just like li- literally me and Melanie were saying, you know, because we went to RLO and like we're, we're we're getting out more than we've done because yeah. our kids have left. I mean, you'll be sixty when that happens. But <laughs> 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 what is this out of which you speak? <laughs> yeah. So we're just getting out, and seeing things, and and just. Grasping that stuff really, and yeah. so so you too. are on tour and I'm a massive fan anyway. Yeah. And then we looked at places and thought, well, if we can, if if we can make it work, that we can go and see them somewhere completely different. somewhere it's exciting, And, yeah. and it's, it's exciting, and it's just also you're just a punter then. Yeah, you're, of course. Yeah, no one's
1: asking you for a selfie. Yeah, in the land, but you, you,
0: you just <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you just in. It. I don't know, it's just a different experience. Mm. If you're lucky enough to be able to do it, why not? What's the song you um, play on the DVD? The Best Thing About Me. Oh, You're no. The Best Thing About Me. Oh, and and it's, it, 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 again, if you see the show and you see the way the, the music, it all links, it, it, it means something. All right. well, let's play this for, the,
1: for John Bishop on his uh, new DVD, which you can pre-order now. Winging it.
0: Jason
1: Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I've had a bit of a weird last couple of Sundays, actually, John, because I was the week before last I was supposed to do Sunday brunch with uh, Tim and Simon, and um, and so then so I said to Absolute, look, I'm not going to be there that week because I'm, I'm doing that. Then I was too ill to do it, so I had to, I had to ring in sick to Sunday brunch, mm. which I've never had to do before. That was a weird conversation. It was like, oh, I hope I get the cleaner. You know what
0: I mean? Like, yeah. who'd, who'd you talk to? So did that so so you phoned up on the morning I had to phone up at like I had a nightmare once on Sunday brunch I um, I'd done I'd done the O2 I was on tour Mm. and I'd done the O2 the night before so I was staying in London and the idea was to just do Sunday brunch this is the previous tour so not my last one the one before that, maybe even the one before that. Like, it was all coinciding when I was launching a DVD, so it was to go on Sunday brunch and promote it. So I've done the O2, and obviously it's exciting, and backstage of the O2's exciting, there's all, like, secret rooms you can go in <laughs> with yeah. your mates and all. So my mates came, we had a few drinks, back to the hotel, had a few drinks. So I woke up, a couple of my mates are asleep in my room because they couldn't get a taxi over, so I'm, I'm like that. And, and, I'm, and, 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 and my phone's ringing. And the car's there to pick me up and take me to Sunday brunch. And I thought, oh, because I've f- completely forgot about it. So I just jumped in the shower, got down, said, get in the car. So I'd missed the preamble. They're like about to go live on it, yeah. I literally get in. And somebody gives me a, a tomato. <laughs> right. And I thought, well, oh, that's odd. And he just went, like, Oh, can you try one of these? So I just put it in. And they'd filled it with a uh, vodka. Also, and I didn't know. And the thing oh, was, no. is this a way of doing cocktail parties, putting the, the drink in the fruit instead of the fruit in <laughs> the drink? And that was it. But they told everybody except me, so they gave it to me, and I just, <laughs> 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 And then the whole show they had to apologise for me swearing on it.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I got And on. I haven't been back. <laughs> well, I did one once with the... I remember they were... I I'm not a big drinker at all, but with... I'd, you know, maybe once every three months I'll go out and have a have a night out. And we had the night out on the Saturday. And you know you when you sort of drank so much and then you sort of wake up the next morning and you're like, okay, I can, I think I can get through this. But it was about half eight, nine o'clock and the, the rum experts in there, whatever it was, half nine, ten o'clock, Ian, he's been on the show a couple of times, uh, and uh, he's trying out rums. And I'm with the, one of the lads from Calabro who's a bit of a laugh, Jamie. And uh, I said, oh yeah, I'll have a bit. And you know you just have like one sip of alcohol <sighs> and it just it just like reminds your whole body oh yeah we're still we're still hammered <laughs> honestly i giggled for two hours just like laughing through just laughing through people's interviews oh god he made the bread roll I, honestly it was they had the other girl the girl from girls allowed who um, has got a really strong northern irish accent you know and she's uh, like she's going, i just passed that tail i'm going tail. <laughs> tail. <laughs> just giggling like an idiot on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Last Sunday, just gone, I was supposed to do Andrew Marr. I know. Weird. Oh, is this for guys and those? Yes. No, this was for the tour because I... So, Guys and Dolls was Friday, Saturday, and then I was supposed to do the Andrew Marr show on the Sunday morning. What
0: are you going to do on Andrew Marr? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, we've just. That's the Prime Minister's view on Brexit. Anyway, Jason Mumford. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Mumford. I don't know. So how's, when, that away? how's that going to work? How's that going to There's have, going to be people who they go, oh, that's this. That that's, that I need
1: cheering up after that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I genuinely have got no idea. They. Because we actually have it on. It's often on. Oh, on, on, I on love the, it. Yeah. And I when I'm love doing, it. When I'm doing the show, we often have it on in the background and, and sometimes I have a flick on. Oh, what's he got to say for himself? But they do have celebrity, and in inverted commas, guests on to go through the papers and stuff like that. Yeah. So they booked me to do that. And I was, I mean, like I said, I wasn't well, I was a bit I'm knackered after doing all these shows. And then on the Friday, they um, just messaged, after the Brexit march, 700,000 people are in, you know, London protesting against Brexit. Um, they just messaged me to say, oh, do you know what, we're actually... We feel like we're going to go down a bit of a serious avenue on Sunday So do you mind if we just bump you And use you in another week I've never been so happy to be cancelled in my life I was like, oh my god But what I did want to do was Because I think this every week when I watch it When he stood there chatting to, you know, Shane Ritchie After he's been talking to Boris Johnson And uh, I thought, I do, halfway through the chat This was my plan Halfway through the chat I wanted to go Andrew who is making you do this? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, look, can I ask you a question? Who's making you do this? Because you are one of our leading political journalists. Like, who's making you talk to some idiot who's on tour? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but... Blink but... if you need help. Blink if you need help. <laughs> please. Please, just just mouth help and I'll help you, man. Somebody's obviously had the idea to stick a...
0: Yeah, but you know what? To be fair, to be fair to someone like Andrew Moore as well, you get... People like him, David Dimbleby, and people like, and everyone goes, they're dead serious. Yeah. And they just want to laugh. I bet they do. Because, actually. you know, half the, half the time they're like, oh, God, am I told to this? Having the same argument with the same politician that I've been having with them for two years <laughs> yeah. about the same question. Yeah. Just give us a laugh. At least we'll answer a question directly. Well, you might say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After you spoke to Boris Johnson, maybe you oh, know. yeah, of Crikey. Straight into a chat with a with a comedian.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you're, you're t- talking about world affairs, and then <laughs> what do and, I know? And whilst the whilst the country's crashing into Brexit, and we've Donald Trump has cancelled the nuclear non-proliferation <laughs> agreement with Russia, we all need cheering up. So, <laughs> Jason, whilst we've got time left on this planet, <laughs> what should we do? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh Christ! Jason, Jason, Jason. absolute radio.
1: Where real music matters. Your uh, last series of um, in conversation with on uh, on yeah, W yeah, yeah. was great. I mean, I loved being on it. It was great fun to to chat to you, like sort of properly, Probably, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was nice. Um, but you did a few cracking. I mean, there was all the interviews were great, but there was some real standout moments. One, the Professor Green one was Professor Green.
0: I was so lucky with the people that that, that I've, I've had on in the four series. I got done forty-one shows and. Mm. You know, Professor Green was great, Will Young, Gabby Logan, Paddy McGuinness was brilliant, Matthew and yeah. you, you, you just go through the whole series, there's nobody, like people have said to me, um, you know, can you send us a link to your favourite one or your yeah, yeah. or there isn't one, there, there literally isn't one, I think all 41 of the interviews mm. have something that's unique and brilliant about it because people have some space to talk and some time and 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 it's been good it's been great to do even being honest it's not on the right channel because it's not getting the exposure because yeah. it's on w and that, that's no no disrespect to w yeah, or uk yeah, yeah. tv it just it needs it needs a different You've got to find it, haven't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. for people to to see it. Those who who find it love it, and Mm. I I really appreciate that, but ideally it would be nice if it was seen by a wider audience. Is there
1: anyone that you tried to get on and couldn't or anyone that you'd really
0: love to get on? Well, it would be very easy to say, I'd love to talk to Robert De Niro or Barack Obama or something like that, but it's not... It's not that type of show. The the, the, every person has got a story. Yeah. And if there was anything that I would like to change, it'd be the fact that it'd be nice to talk to someone who's not famous.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: fame and celebrity is the reason that people get booked. But their life stories is the reason why they're interested. Yeah, you yeah, know the yeah. the celebrity side of it is is kind of secondary to what I'm interested in. And, mm. and with all of the guests, mm. that's the one thing that stood out is that you know it's it's having an interesting life. And there's let's be honest, there's millions of people who have such interesting lives that yeah. are hidden. Well, absolutely.
1: I mean, you only need to even when you're. And it's only a very brief snippet, you know. When you're on the front row of a a comedy night, you know, and you talk yeah. to your front row, some of the stuff you get just from uh, people on the front row. Is, I, I had a guy the other night. I sort of said, chatting to him about his job and stuff, and I said, oh, "I said, what do you do? What, what is it you do, mate?" He says, "I make uh, I make weighing scales for abattoirs." <laughs> oh jeez! I thought I wouldn't be talking mate, to him. I said, "Mate, keep what? it light. It's comedy night." Yeah. But it was—it was like in his, to look at him, you wouldn't think, "Crikey, that's not a job."
0: But, but, like, but, you? but yeah, but there's there's a whole world, in there Like Like, I, like, do I, think I, that's a job. There, there was there was somebody uh, that I got talking to at a gig. <laughs> And I ended up going, like... like Some woman was with this bloke who she worked with. And she, you know, he's trying to work out a yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah. He's knocking, you know, knocking each other off, what's going on? <laughs> and it ended up... It ended up that he trained doctors to go into... Um, Crisis situations like war zones or earthquakes wow. and stuff like that. So he was a risk assessor, but he was he was he was a, he was training a doctor. And she was the doctor who was going to go off to somewhere. And you think, oh my god! Yeah, I'm in my head. I'm thinking, I know it's not ring twing, you sure that hey, we've got we've got a bit of a gag here, and then I think, oh no, you're actually saving lives, yes, yeah. and this whole this whole show should just be about praising you, not going, hey, 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 We're hey, good, hey, good, hey, good, no, not, hey.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we have to, get, we've got to find a gag. <laughs> you got to get a gag. <laughs> no one's coming out for a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday mornings. Music matters. So that's us this morning on Absolute Radio. Thanks for coming in, John. Yeah, 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 yeah. Th- a th- th- thank
0: you for having me. And because this is pre-recorded, and we don't know what's going to happen this week, should I get knocked over? This might be the last thing could I've be. done. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the memorial show.
1: <laughs> well, don't say that. That's so dark. I'm dark way of ending the show. Yeah, but you've got to live. So if life... John dies before Sunday, guys, then we'll, yeah, we'll still, we, put we, yeah, yeah, we're still put this out. Imagine yeah. the listeners, though. Yeah, oh, oh man, the figures. What did he have
0: to say? Did he know? Did he know? <laughs> he was talking about nuclear arm again, didn't <laughs> he? But there's a way... There's a way Imagine how many
1: DVDs you'd sell.
0: Oh, if oh, you're through the, the roof, roof. Yeah, yeah, melly would be made up. <laughs> <laughs> On one side, I'm a little bit sad, but the other side, we've got a great Christmas. <laughs> And
1: one less person to feed.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: John Bishop is very much alive and well, and his new DVD, Winging It, you can pre-order it now. You can check out his website, John Bishop online, uh, or just go on to Amazon and and pre-order that DVD. It'll be yeah. a good
0: laugh this Christmas Yes, thank you Thanks for pleasure. having me It's been great <laughs> I've loved the last three hours of my life I wonder, t- I wonder when we'll it's get John fit- back on I, know- <laughs> I don't feel I'm not saying I've been here a long time But I need a shave now <laughs>
1: <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your Sunday See you next week Ta-ra.
0: Jason Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.